0: that find success are self-confident individuals that are admired and who inspire confidence in others. They face their fears and tend to be risk-takers. They know that they can get past the challenges and setbacks they face in business. In this episode 55, Devon and I are going to give you five simple ways you can boost your self-confidence and become someone that others admire on your path to entrepreneurial success.
1: The alpha compromise. I compromise, I'm compromised, we d I'm compromised, I'm I'm compromised, we done compromised And I got it. Look, what does it take for you to be great? Keep it a hundred, bruh, you know the answer. Pursuing your purpose, creating profits, building legacy, anything less, how could you even fathom? Just sit back and imagine all that can truly happen when you pursue your passions, yeah. So eliminate distractions and get back to that action, that's the law of attraction. You gotta build a team to build a dream, family, faith, and focus, council can only build a king. Are you prepared to reign? Cause whether you weather the weather, the weather won't change, uh. Whether you weather, the weather you weather won't change uh, Stay true to the vision Stay true to the mission you Gotta get to the finish Take a moment to listen And come and see it through our eyes We'll show you what it means to live uncompromised We're uncompromised 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 We're uncompromising. Yeah. Uncompromised 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 we Yeah
0: Welcome back to the Uncompromising Entrepreneur Podcast presented to you by the Legacy Leadership Learning Group. Do you have that entrepreneurial spirit? Are you constantly thinking about how to create value and build new businesses? Maybe you're trying to find innovative ways of doing business to replace some old, outdated ones. Well, if that is so, then we are here to talk to you. This is a show where we teach you what it takes to pursue your purpose, create profits, and build a legacy. I am Jimmy Gonzalez Jr., and I'm joined by my co-host, Devon Watts Jr.
1: You're what is going on, my people. It is great to be back, back potting. I'm excited, man. I'm excited to get to it. Jimmy and I warmed up. We had like about like an hour and a half or so <laughs> pre-pod just catching up session even though we were just talking yesterday but yeah. we want to make sure we bring our A game to you guys so uh, <laughs> so I'm ready to get to it
0: man. 100% yeah got to bring our A game for our new listeners and our loyal listeners again please feel free to rate and review this podcast if you're watching on the YouTube channel we would love for you to like this video and subscribe to our channel and then share, share this content with another entrepreneur that you know will Get benefit from this, especially if you know that they're lacking a little bit of self-confidence, because that's what we're here to talk about today, is making sure that we're providing you some tips and some ways that you can boost your confidence for entrepreneurial success. Uh, so, yeah, we've been having some some discussion already. Um both of us, uh, it's been, you know, maybe a, a week or so, but we've both been back from vacations and some big events and, and uh, situations, positive situations that are taking place in our life. Uh, and I think feeling confident, you know, feeling confident about where we're at right now uh, and where we're going and the things that we have outlined for for the remainder of this uh, this year and Q3 and also Q4. Um, I think we got we got a few things to talk about. Shop up.
1: Yeah, man. A thousand percent. Definitely feeling confident after coming off of the uh, official kickoff and launch of our alpha tests and um, just being able to connect with those gentlemen. Yes, man. It's just awesome. The affirmations on top of affirmations as we actually take this step and um, start having those discussions, man. I know that you know you and I talked a little bit about it, about you feeling it as well. But um the immediate feedback just after the first session, as we've laid out the the content and the journey that we're going to take these men on and shepherd them through and support them through, um, as we all go through this learning experience together, mm-hmm. um, that has my confidence on like fifteen. Um, outside of all the other stuff that we got going on, man. So I don't, I don't know about you.
0: No, it's it is confidence, man. And actually, even this morning, kind of going through a devotion, you know, thinking about humility, right, and and being being humble in spirit. So there's confidence, but the confidence comes because, man, it, you know, the hair on my arms was standing. I'm uh, talking about spirit filled and spirit led in, in that conversation, and just how the conversation itself was evolving. And I like what you said, because yeah, it's this journey that we're going to, to be a part of and walk with, with these men, but also our journey, you know, as we're coaching them and working with them, and as we continue to, to refine this process and continue to, to build out, uh, you know, additional steps as we looked again to close this year on a very, very strong note. So, um, Man, confident in the one who's leading us and, and what we have in front of us and just uh feeling feeling very excited and very blessed because of that. So um so yes, confidence is on fifteen. For yeah, sure.
1: Absolutely, man. So now I know you recently like uh you're coming back from a vacation, Are you spending some time with the family and whatnot in Pennsylvania?
0: Yeah, so I mean we talked about uh in, in the last episode, right? I kinda gave a little bit uh breakdown of the, the process that we went through in preparing for the that week and things that you and I had, the family that was preparing for, uh, making sure that we had our day trip into New York uh, outlined. I will say in all transparency, it wasn't uh, definitely wasn't up to the standards of your pops. Um, it wasn't outlined to the T. We didn't have every destination or every minute planned. We had a good game plan going in. Um, we saw everything that we wanted to see. And even saw some parts of New York that we weren't <laughs> expecting to see. Um, at one at one point, uh, you know, heading towards our next destination, we got on a train. wasn't expecting to get on a train at all while we were there, uh, and was going the wrong direction. Ended up in Queens, uh, but it was all good. Uh, it was all good. We had a we had did a. Did you uh,
1: Did you run into uh, Jadakiss Kiss and Dipset in there? I wish. <laughs>
0: I was, I was, I was low key upset that that whole that whole thing, the verses happened the week after because I would have done everything I could to be a part of that. Um. But I'll digress on that because this is not a hip hop or rap or music podcast. But podcast. we can go there too. We can go there too. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, the trip uh, the trip was was phenomenal. Um, good time with the family. Good food. Good fun. Great memories. Uh, seeing my my siblings and my my nieces. Seeing all seven of my my pop's granddaughters together for the first time was it was just a blessing, man. So good times.
1: No, that's exciting, bro. That's exciting, exciting, exciting. Um, and yeah, I was able to <clears throat> catch a couple of the highlights and stuff like that. Like you were in nature, in nature, bro. Like you was up in the mountains, yes, Deers and fishes and all that. Like, oh yeah, man. we
0: like, we dude. no exaggeration. We probably saw about twenty five deer throughout you know that week. Uh, so a fox, bunny. Uh, and I didn't see it, but on the way driving to my dad's house one time, my daughter saw a black bear kind of in the woods, you know, by uh, by the road that we were going down. So, lots of nature, beautiful on a very very high mountain uh, up in the Poconos. So yeah, great time, man. Overall, absolutely awesome,
1: bro. Well, so for me, I was like the complete opposite. I was straight yes, south, uh, <laughs> in uh, in Jamaica, but uh, the misses and I had a blast. Like I I've uh, shared with our audience or maybe I did, maybe I didn't, I don't know, well, if you heard this before, forgive me if you haven't, you're getting the information out, but um, the missus and I, our birthdays are about seven days apart, so our annual tradition is we're going to take a trip, just her and I get rid of the kids, they're going to go with the grandparents, like, alright, y'all right, y'all, <clears throat> y'all hang out, hold that, let somebody else raise you for, for a week, uh, and then let's get away and that's kind of our gift to one another. And so for this one, we had planned the trip to Jamaica, um, and it was as good as advertised 10 out of 10. Um, you know, we stayed at a a really nice, all inclusive resort adults only. So ain't Mm -hmm. no chillings. Um, so that made it definitely, um, you know, more special, more enjoyable. Uh, it was peaceful and I did a lot of swimming, ate a lot of jerk chicken, had a good amount of red stripe. Um, you know, just no shortage of you know, swimming, sleeping, and eating, uh, which is awesome. But also, what made it even more special, Jimmy was already in on this in mm-hmm. um, my plans. But uh, I finally, uh, you know, uh, took the step and you know, took the step toward making an honest woman out of, out of my missus, out of Gabriella, and I actually proposed to her. Uh, thank you, thank you, yes, thank yes, you. round of applause. Uh, and um, and to no surprise she said yes Uh, she said yes um, especially given the fact that we've been building this life together over five plus years uh, you know between kids and you know houses and cars and all this other stuff thank you thank you people thank you people yes there (laughs) Uh, is between between kids oh my bad my bad my
0: bad too much too much we're good now
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but, uh, but yeah, between kids' houses and cars and all that good stuff, man, we've, we've been carving out a, a blessed life, a beautiful life Yes, uh, yes. For us. and, uh, finally, you know, able to give her the expression of my love that, you know, she so rightly deserves, um, and so we did that, you know, set it up all nice, <clears throat> put a lot of preparation into it, uh, and kind of staying on the theme of confidence, which led to a high, led to a high level of confidence on that evening's events, but, we'll, you know, I'll probably get into that a little bit later, but yeah, man, just, um. Uh, that by itself, you know, coupled with our alpha test has ratcheted my confidence up to even beyond 15 hours on like 22 confidence yeah. on 22 or something like that. So, uh, yeah, man, just super, super excited. And for the next steps, uh, for us, as we start to go down the path of figuring out wedding planning and what that entails. And, um, she doesn't know what she wants to do. Um, I have some idea of, of what I want to do, but at the end of the day, like you know, I really wanted to um, defer to her in some moments, um, mm-hmm. you know, um, on the events because obviously the event is for both of us. Uh, but yeah, uh, we just got to figure all those things out. So she's about to have a lot of fun. i will definitely going to have some fun as well, and uh, we'll keep you all posted uh, on.
0: I'm looking forward that. to that. Absolutely, yeah, good yeah. stuff, man. You know, I'm super happy for the both of you and. Uh, Yeah. Um, Yeah. Happy, happy to see, you know, the continued progress and getting to that that next step. So it's all good, man. All good.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And so uh, came back from Jamaica, Mm -hmm. got back to the States and it was perfect timing because while I was in Jamaica, the big, the only real complaint I have, like the only thing that would probably make it like a nine out of 10 instead of a 10 out of 10. Is that their sports offering was trash? Mm-hmm. Like when I finally crashed in the room, I was like, all right. Let me turn on the TV. Um, <clears throat> the only thing they were showing was like, like soccer, like old soccer, maybe like a little bit of rugby or something like that. But I'm like, man, don't do y'all not know what's it's about it's preseason. It's like preseason football, like offseason, like. I need training camp footage. I need to find out what's going on with summer league, like uh basketball, like all of these things. So I couldn't wait to get back stateside,
0: mm-hmm. got back
1: stateside. Um, and we posted up at my parents' house for a couple of days in Orlando before coming back down here to South Florida. And really I said it's so that we can spend more time together as a family with the kids. Uh, I lied. It was because I wanted to make sure I caught all of the, the hall of fame game and some of these summer league games <laughs> before I hit the road and had, and took the three hour uh, drive back to Boca. And I was not disappointed. A lot of really, really good um, things going on from the NFL perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I was disappointed to see that Aaron Rodgers finally acquiesced and came back. I was a little vikes.
0: disappointed that as well. Uh, I'll yeah, have I to admit that. To, yeah.
1: I want him to hold out just I, honestly, just for the benefit of my vikes. Um, so a lot of quarterback controversy uh, in the NFC North between Aaron Rodgers and then Kirk Cousins, which we ain't gonna get into, just Kirk being Kirk. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and then yeah, man, uh, got to watch a lot of um, kind of the the NBA stuff that was getting like that was going on. Got a little bit of insights in the draft. Really excited about the Orlando Magic's pick. I know it's a surprise to y'all. You guys didn't know this, but I'm an Orlando Magic fan. Uh, I was born and raised in Orlando. I am a loyal fan. Um, uh, but I also don't talk about it that much cause we didn't really have much to talk about. <laughs> uh, but the, the pick of, uh, Jalen Suggs definitely has me excited. Um, so i I think that's promising. Um, and it's cool too. Like, you know, when you start, when you start to see players that, you know, made the jump to the league last year, come back and mm-hmm. their presence in the summer league and you, you know, start talking about like them taking that next step in that growth in the whole nine. Um, I always like to see that too. Um you know in, in the interviews um, actually yeah. i actually saw i saw I saw a really funny one too um your boy anthony edwards which i thought tied in perfectly, perfectly yeah you were telling to, me about to our that a conversation about uh, self confidence cuz yeah like if anybody's ever just listened to anthony edwards and uh, interviewed anthony edwards it is the most unintentionally hilarious thing in the world <laughs> like you know you have those people who are just funny but they don't try to be funny cuz they're just being themselves like they're just real and authentic and that authenticity in every situation. Like sometimes they're too real and that's the, the joke. Yeah. Um, and they're like kind of in on it, but not really in on it. And you're just like cracking up. Like he is that like, he is that a hundred percent. Um, and he was, they were talking to him and catching up with him. Like, Hey, what are you doing in the off season? And you know, um, you know, first you expect to hear the things that you would expect to hear from a professional athlete. You're know, working on my craft. And that, that stuff. So he said all that. It's like, um uh, but yeah, also been taking some time for me. Um, you know, uh, picked up a new hobby. You know, I learned how to bowl and they're like, Oh, you learned about how to bowl. And he's like, yeah, I learned how to bowl. And like, are you any good? He's like, Psh, man, I'm good. Like, what do you mean good? And he's like, Psh, I'm telling I'm good. Like, 200 something i'm bowling 200 something if you're not bowling 200 (laughs) don't talk to me right and so the sports reporter is laughing about that and she's like okay she's like well that's not what we were talking about though before you know before we decided to interview you because you were telling me you did something else And he's like oh yeah um i got baptized in the waters of lake minnetonka (laughs) because he's in minnesota and obviously said that and like i'm thinking about prince (laughs) yes Uh, (laughs) All right, he's like i got baptized in the waters of lake minnetonka he's like uh also i've been up there doing a lot of water sports jet skiing um swimming all and so the lady's like you've been swimming he's like Psh, like michael phelps like <laughs> just, just he exudes this 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 confidence this charisma right and it's just seeing that he's consistently been that way. Cause like from his very first interview that I saw with him as a rookie, he, uh, he making the circuit like you do. Um, especially if you're the number overall pick, which he was, mm-hmm. um, from the university of Georgia. And they're talking to him about his competitive fire. And he's like, Psh, man, I'm super competitive. It's like, is there any sport that you don't like? He's like, or that you're not good at it. He's like, man, I'll, I'll be good in all of them. And they're like, all of them. He's like, I'll be good in all of them. You name it. Don't matter basketball football tennis right and so he starts going down the list and then now they're testing him. they're like uh you bowling he's like yeah they're like uh swimming he's like absolutely soccer yep it's like they're like baseball he's like bet i'd be a one from day one <laughs> 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 and that became a, a thing one from day, from day one, <laughs> from day one. <laughs> It <laughs> became a thing. And, like, that left an impression with me. And then he went off to have a phenomenal rookie uh, campaign. He finished number two in the Rookie of the Year voting behind LaMelo, Balls, uh, LaMelo Ball. Um But he just had a great season. And so I thought it was hilarious, one, that he mentioned bowling. And then he came back. Now, a year later, he's like, oh, yeah, I learned how to bowl, and I'm good at it because that also speaks to just kind of the commitment and the effort and the discipline to back up whatever yeah. he says. But, man, he's just exuded this, this crazy confidence. I'm like, man, that's the that's what we mean when we start coaching and talking to entrepreneurs about having confidence in their purpose, having confidence in their skill set, having confidence in their, their plan, their ability, the team that they've built. Like, that's what we mean. You need to have that level of unwavering confidence to be able to go through the grind that comes with, this journey of entrepreneurship, because there's going to be moments of self doubt. There's going to be moments that are peppered with negative talk. There's going to be moments of mm-hmm. folks trying to influence you differently. There's going to be moments where uh, I think you know one of our um, one of our Alpha Test participants mentioned this, but there's going to be moments where you have more valleys than mountains, mm-hmm. and that self that unwavering self confidence is necessary to get through those valleys so that you can get back to the peaks, um, and so. Uh, i know we had planned to kind of unpack that and i was like man this is a great a great affirmation uh, that you know this is a much needed message and so i'm looking forward to us really being able to break down those five simple ways simple ways uh, for our entrepreneurs out there to be able to boost their confidence to where it needs to be so that you're equipped for the journey um, of entrepreneurship
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's about boosting your self-confidence in life as an individual and definitely as an entrepreneur because – you tend to see that people do admire that. Not only do they admire confidence in an individual, uh, which helps to build trust, uh, but it also inspires confidence in other people. So as as a entrepreneur, as a business owner, I have a product, a service that I am looking to to provide as a solution for somebody's problem. The more confident I am in that solution, the more confident I'm going to instill in this person that I'm looking to, to invest in, to invest in themselves and in doing so invest in, in our services, our products, whatever that may be. Um, but in that you're also, you're also kind of transferring some of that confidence into them that whatever that problem is, we can work through this. We can, we can solve it. We can fix it, or we can create whatever it is that is you're trying that goal that you're trying to obtain. We can do that with this solution that I have. And of course, not with just a solution, uh, but with me as, as the individual, uh, in our case, as coaches being able to help, uh, this, this person again, get to that other side and go through that journey. Uh, so again, five simple, uh, tips that we have and ways that you can boost your self-confidence uh, so that you can become uh, not just confidence in yourself, but again, become someone that others admire as you continue on your path of entrepreneurial success. So the first one, and you just kind of alluded to this that we're going to talk about, is getting rid of the negative. Um, you have to take time to really evaluate the people that you hang around and, and, and who, we talked about this in one of our episodes, who's in that inner circle, right? And who do you surround yourself with? If you know that you have friends and family who are just always really just shredding your confidence and putting you down, they don't have the same type of belief system, maybe the same type of faith, uh, or they just don't see the vision as you see. And I've said this before. God gave that vision to you. He didn't give it to somebody else. In saying that, sometimes, again, friends, family, they can be negative maybe because they're scared, because they're nervous, and and they're really you know kind of portraying that 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 nervousness that they have, that fear that they may have on you, Um, but you have to realize that they're family, right? So you have to be mindful of those relationships, but also realize that I might have to take a step back because I have this vision, I have this focus, and I really, I just can't, I can't have that negativity surrounding myself. So even a temporary break from those negative influences in your life, it really can make a huge difference in realizing that In this season, I really need to focus and I need to have as many positive people and influences around me uh, to ensure that I'm in the right mindset because that really is the biggest component of this and this life as an entrepreneur. Am am I in the right mindset more times than not, more days than not to be able to get through the things that I need to get through so that. I can find my success in helping others find their success, uh, again, with whatever products or services that I'm bringing to to, to the market and to the community. Um, you just need to stop focusing on problems in your life and focus on how you're going to make positive changes. Um, it's easy. It can be easy sometimes to, to kind of get caught up in all of the things that uh, challenges that you may have, uh, but really focusing on. The people that may miss out on their dreams, on their vision, they may miss out on some, something improved or a little bit better in their life because you didn't provide that solution that you know you have for them. Uh, so being focused on that, again, leaving that negativity aside uh, is always just going to be very, very helpful for you, for your spirit, for your mindset in helping you to obtain the goals that you're trying to obtain as an entrepreneur.
1: Yeah, I think the biggest nugget that you just dropped there is the importance of not just receding from the negativity, but then surrounding yourself by positive influences and the positivity that you need as you go on this journey. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, I've seen too many times, you know, whether it's, you know, memes, you know, you know, tweets, stuff like that, like folks saying, like, you got to build in, you got to build in private, you got to build in private, and then you know after it's built then displayed in public and where I don't agree with that 100% is it sets up this notion that you have to build alone mm-hmm. in order to avoid negativity you have to build alone and we've been talking about this with our uh, our, our alpha test group about the importance of community as an entrepreneur Mm -hmm. to that energy is palpable and it feeds and builds momentum and and it's transferable. So when you see other folks, even if they're not playing in the same space that you are racking up wins, make, you know, building out their vision, testing things, learning, reiterating, that's, that's contagious. And it gives you the encouragement, the motivation, the excitement, the energy, whatever you want to call it, to invest and build for your business, and so that's why it's important to surround yourself by this positivity it doesn't mean that in order to avoid negativity, you have to avoid interaction that's the worst thing that you can do mm-hmm. uh, second worst thing besides staying where the negativity is at um, the Really the answer is to f- seek out the positivity and surround yourself with the positivity and the positive influence. Uh, and people that are going to ch- cheerlead you on, and it doesn't mean that they have to be experts in your space. Like I think about you know my own my own personal journey, and you know w- when I was you know you know writing and producing and you know uh, performing, recording, and doing all that stuff. Right, one of my biggest support systems along that journey was you, and mm-hmm. you don't have. The the music chops that I do, the mu- music prowess to be able to give me feedback on the technical component of how I'm constructing the album or how I'm writing this or, you know, why I would construct this verse this way for this individual. But it was that that unwavering support, that validation, that showing up to shows and. You know, demonstrating support in the way that you could, Mm -hmm. that was necessary to feed what I was building and what I was building at the time and to overcome some of those challenges. And so I would just really encourage our entrepreneurs out there as you're going through this process and you're removing yourself from the negativity, seek out the positive influences. Again, even if they are not playing in the same space as you are, even if they're not experts in that space, the hell, they may not even be entrepreneurs. They may just want to support you for the sake of supporting you and they rock with you and they believe Mm -hmm. in you and your vision and they're confident that you're going to figure out whatever you need to figure out. And the best thing I can be for you is um, a support system, a ear if you need an ear, uh, uh, you know, a bit of encouragement if you need a word of encouragement, like that's how I can help like seek that out. And when you do that, um, that can go a long way towards boosting your self-confidence which is so critically important again as you go through this journey of entrepreneurship um, you have to be able to arm yourself with that you really do uh, because there's been plenty of times that self-confidence has been the only the only fuel um, in our tanks that has propelled Mm -hmm. us to that next achievement and we didn't even realize it until we actually accomplished it
0: not facts. I mean, that's one of the reasons why that we also created the uncompromising entrepreneurs group uh, in Facebook. We've said it a number of times. Uh, definitely. That's a place where you can join us. Uh, it costs you nothing, but a little bit of effort uh, to go onto Facebook. If you're on there uh, to find the group and, and elect to, uh, to join the group itself. Uh, but we have, you know, uh, close to, it's about 55 men right now. Uh, it's a small group, but it's, uh, it is one of encouragement. It's where we also, um, Ask different questions for accountability purposes, and just to try to provide motivation and hopefully inspire each other through whatever challenges. And everybody in there is not necessarily an entrepreneur. We have businessmen, uh, in uh, in their own space, and leaders in their space. So definitely a good place again to be around positivity, uh, and and ensure that you're not alone within this journey that you're going through. So uh, definitely. Uh, a big component of getting rid of the negative is surrounding yourself. And sometimes if you just really focus on that and sur- like, how can I get closer? How can I meet other people and put myself in different surroundings uh, of more positive uh, individuals? You'll tend to see that the negative individuals, they just start to, to kind of fall away because, you know, your yep. time is being devoted into other places that are going to be more nurturing for you and where you can continue to give and and, and encourage and be there for other people as well.
1: Absolutely, man. Well said, well said, well said. So the second tip that we would give our entrepreneurs to really boost your self-confidence, equip you uh, with the self-confidence necessary for this entrepreneurial journey, uh, is to focus on your body language. Mm -hmm. Like I know it seems simple, but um, focusing on your body language can be a very, very powerful tool to boosting your self-confidence. And we're not just talking about... You know, your posture, obviously, you know, we've all heard that as kids growing up, and our parents talk about, um, or your grandparents stand talk about straight, yeah. shoulders yeah, back. back, yeah, stand up straight, shoulders back, eye contact, shaking hands, the whole nine. Um, but there's actually mental triggers that are associated with the body, our body language, and the physical movements that we make to put mm-hmm. us in the right headspace. And whether you guys have, um, study sports psychology or psychology in general um to to really understand the value there you can actually leverage those tools for your own benefit when you're going through the process of um, negotiations you know uh, interviewing interacting with uh prospective clients the whole nine. actually for me personally i know when i'm in a situation where i'm sitting seated with somebody one-on-one and i'm going to be talking about the um intricacies of the, of my business and maybe i'm looking to secure some type of partnership secure some type of deal secure some type of contract so we're going to go through some type of negotiations leading up to it there's a series that i actually go through mentally and i use my body language to help trigger the confidence that's associated with that so i'll picture the interaction i'll know exactly what i'm going to be wearing like in advance of the meeting. So I already know, Mm -hmm. okay, I'm going to, I'm going to have this this shirt on, these pants on. Uh, if I'm wearing a tie, I'm going to have this tie. I'm going to have these shoes. I'm going to have this watch. And I visualize myself. I see myself in, uh, you know, in my mind's eye. Uh, and then I picture myself having the interaction with, with the individual. And when I sit down, um, I sit all the way back in the chair I cross my right uh, my right leg over my left knee, right, and I will fold my my hands and I'll rest them on my lap, and that's like my power position. Like once I put myself in that position, uh, I know that that's going to trigger. Oh, we've done this before. We've had this conversation with this individual. We know how this is going to play out because through my visualization technique, after I go through putting myself in that position, then I picture the conversation playing out not word for word but just me mouthing things and them mouthing it back and then i over exaggerate their body language and mm-hmm. through my visualization of them being like oh man this is impressive oh i can't say no to this yeah absolutely this is a deal so that when i comes to, when it comes time to actually sit down with this individual the minute i get put myself in my power position my mind goes yep we already know how this is going to play out and my confidence gets boosted i can feel it and um you know, it, again, we talk about energy being palpable, tangible, like I can feel it r- radiate from me. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, he, he already like they know I'm here to play. Like, I'm not here to play. Like, I'm I'm here here. And every single time I've done that, it has boded well for me. And so I share that with our entrepreneurs, because, again, you can leverage the exact same things when you're meeting with individuals. Like, there's a reason why. And I know that we typically frown upon this Phrase, But I want us to keep it focused in the space of uh, confidence specifically and especially body language. But there's a reason why the phrase fake it till you make it exists. And what it is, is really speaking to when you put yourself in the mindset, like when you put yourself in the mindset and you claim something mentally, I am confident, even if you may not necessarily be feeling confident just putting yourself in that mindset can go a long way towards securing the first affirmation that truly Mm. does feed the confidence yeah right the minute you say all right i'm going to shake their hand confidently i need to exude confidence in my handshake and my eye contact that by itself can be enough for that person that you're engaging with to soften and the minute they soften you get that affirmation back like, Oh, okay. They actually do like me. They are interested in what I'm saying. And then it's that, that starts feeding that confidence. And then it's that momentum builder. So, um, it is important to make sure that you are focusing on your body language. Like we talked about posture, eye contact, smiling, speaking slowly, obviously can come into play. Um, as people typically associate fast speech with some type of nervousness, don't be afraid to compose yourself. Um, I've even done things in order to, like, over the years, because I know it may be hard to believe after, you know, as many podcast episodes as we've done and people getting to know us. And if you've seen us facilitate live or talk live, like, you would not think that, you know, we have any issues with confidence. But there's things that we've done um, as facilitators, as public speakers to develop that type of discipline, that type of skill set. And so there's tricks. That, mm-hmm. that I've leveraged over my over the years. I used to get um, bad nerves like shakes when I would have to, to speak or stand up. So I started carrying a water bottle because when I carry the water bottle, my mind was focused on not spilling the water. And so I subconsciously, I consciously would control my, my shakes. Mm-hmm. The way that I would help to slow down my rate of speech is, again, same water bottle, I would take a sip of the water before I'm getting ready to give an answer After I've, you know, after I've given a couple of sentences, if I ever felt like, damn, I'm saying too much or I'm going too fast, take a sip of water allows you to compose yourself. It gives you that break without feeling like, oh, man, uh, there's an awkward pause. And then that impacts my confidence even more. So there's these things that you can definitely leverage from a body language perspective to help feed your confidence. But it starts with being cognizant of it. Like everything I have mentioned, you have to be first and foremost aware of it. And then intentional about it, leveraging things like visualization, leveraging things like, um, you know, being cognizant of your body language and just those little tricks can go a long way towards, again, feeding the momentum by getting the initial affirmation. Um, and then from there, the, the rest takes care of itself.
0: Yeah, and I think even with the body language, you know, it also having that confident body language and, and focusing on those things that you just mentioned. It also provides a certain presence that, that people can sense. You know, when you walk into a room uh, and, and they see you for the first time. And again, all of these things, right, that were these five ways and tips that we're providing to boost that self confidence is to help inspire confidence in other people uh, as well. Uh, especially if you're talking about having a meeting, trying to build some type of partnership or, or win a contract, whatever that is, when people, feel that confidence and it's, it's exuding, not cockiness, but just confidence in who you are. Uh, and, and you said this at the beginning, your purpose, uh, people see that it's, they see it, they feel it even from a virtual perspective, people can still feel that. Uh, and that was even expressed to us, you know, after the the kickoff meeting that we had with, uh, the men in, in our alpha test just the other night. So now, through all of that, that confidence and, and those situations, it really takes us into this, this third way that we have for you to boost your self-confidence uh, to find entrepreneurial success. The, the title of this podcast and the business right is Uncompromising Entrepreneur. Uh, we say uncompromising because we also want you to be uncompromising in your acceptance of failure. We know that it's going to happen, but that doesn't mean that you have to accept where you're at in that moment or accept, you know, this this lack of success or this moment uh, that can be considered failure as as the end all to be all. Again, I mentioned earlier that it's about the mindset and it's about not giving up, even when things get tough or they may get the toughest uh, for you and maybe the toughest situation that you've ever been through. Uh, There are going to be peaks. uh, There's going to be valleys in these mountains, and it is really up to us uh, through Our thought process to hopefully, again, having positive people and positive uh, influences around us to stay focused on the output and making sure that we're not accepting that feeling. We're continuing to move forward and understanding that there is a solution to every problem. You just have to invest the time to find it. And as an entrepreneur that's one of the the key things that we bring to the table that really makes us who we are is at least one of the tools strong tools in our toolbox is that we're problem solvers we figure things out maybe you don't have the solution right away but give yourself some time work through it uh, and again invest the time to finding the solution for that problem when you're able to succeed through you know maybe some of the greatest of adversity you're going to feel that immediate boost in confidence And it also provides confidence in the future that, because again, it's inevitable, you're going to run into more challenges and other problems. I'm learning from all of these situations and what may be considered a loss, but really it's just a lesson. Uh, As I'm learning, that's going to give me confidence that the next time I'm in this situation, I'm going to know how to respond. Or at least, even if it's something I've never been through, I'm still going to have the confidence... I'm going to be able to get through it because I got through the last problem, the challenge, the one before that, and the one before that. I'm resourceful. I have people on my team or people that I can count on that I partnered with to help me be able to get through those challenging times uh, and that adversity in my life. So just don't give up. Don't accept a failure. Be uncompromising in that will. The last thing I will say is that I've been mentioning this to a few people over the last uh, few days because it just continues to stick in my mind somebody had posted a clip of, of Kobe Bryant and one of his interviews and Kobe being Kobe right Mamba mentality was just speaking to the fact that as he was getting ready for the season and you know mentally he was saying like once I've signed this contract for myself Like there's no more negotiations, like not the contract he's signing with the team or anything like that. The contract that he is signing with himself to do the things that he needs to do to find success, not just for him, for his teammates and to reach that goal that they have for themselves. There's no negotiating with me once that contract is signed. And that has just been sticking in my brain. And I've been sharing with folks because, again, it gets to that there's going to be challenges, but I'm going to stick to the plan. I'm going to stick to The things that I told myself I was going to do to be able to get through this and to get to the other side. Uh, And all of that, again, encompasses really what we mean by being an uncompromising entrepreneur. Yeah,
1: Absolutely, bro, man. You spit and you spit and you spit. And I love it. I love it. I love it. You're right. (laughs) Like I had to, when you touched on uncompromising, I had to immediately go to to the definition. I just wanted to make sure uh, that you know, we captured it and shared it but when we talk about uncompromising showing an unwillingness to make concession to others especially by changing one's ways or opinions hmm. uh, and that can often be taken as having a negative connotation but for us it was important to embrace that moniker because when we think about what entrepreneurship means for us and what it represents you know purpose profits legacy I'm not compromising on any of that. I'm not compromising on my purpose. I'm not compromising on mm. my desire to create profits and to give financial stability to my family. I am not compromising on the legacy that I am building. And I love what you called out about Kobe specifically and the contract that he signed with himself saying, hey, there's no negotiation. And what I mean by that is the outcome the the stated outcome is not changing how i get to that may have to change because adversity comes up and new problems and i have to solve for those problems but the answer to new problems is not going to be to change what my outcome is going to be it's not going to you know kobe wasn't saying all right this season i gotta win a ring and when uh you know my number two option you know went out with an injury he didn't say okay well now I just wanna, I wanna get the eighth seed. He didn't get cha- to the finals, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he didn't change what the the destination was. He said, "I gotta figure out, I gotta solve for a new route because my destination is not negotiable."
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and so
1: I love that. You're right. The strength for our, us as entrepreneurs is our ability to solve problems, and you have to be able to trust your problem solving ability, your track record. You also have to be able to trust your resourcefulness. Like you said, we may not have the answer right now. That doesn't mean that we say, okay, well, I'm going to change the question. <laughs> nah, fam. No. We're going to spend the time needed to find the answer to this question because it's not like I've, I'm the first person to ever have to go through this. Nah. Um, and I have folks that I can leverage, um, teams around me. I can seek help. I can secure coaching to help me multiply, magnify my natural problem solving ability. So I can overcome this one
0: because yes. once I
1: overcome this one, the next question, the next problem that may come up, I may already have the answer for, but I can never get to that until I solve the one that's directly in front of me. So, oh man, I love it, bro. You facts, you potting, you potting, you potting. Pot All right, well, let's so go. Let's, let's keep, keep let's, it going. Let's keep this, yeah, let's keep this momentum going. So the fourth tip for entrepreneurs to boost your self confidence on the way to, entrepreneurial success is to eliminate the negative self talk you've heard us mention this before Um, it's a moniker we absolutely believe uh, believe in and live by I've shared it plenty of time with my kids they've heard my mouth uh, about this but it's whether you think you can or you think you can't you're right either way so you might as well think that you can Mm -hmm. when we sit there and we have these negative thoughts you know, when we say these negative things about ourselves, we are manifesting, our words have power. We are manifesting those things into reality and then using that as validation of our negative self-talk. And it's the other way around. What we manifest is validation that we spoke these negative things into existence, right, the power in our speech and our belief, so you have to think positively, your low self-confidence is generally a result of the negative thoughts that are running through your mind, you talk to, you have more conversations with yourself than any other person in your lifetime, period. It's because you can't get away from yourself. You're always occupied with yourself, <laughs> right. so uh, you have more conversations with yourself. That means that you are the most impactful at influencing and shaping and molding your thoughts, your processes, your beliefs. If if individuals that you seldom interact with can influence your mood, then of course you can have this the uh, an even bigger impact on your mood. Because, again, you're having more interactions with yourself than anybody else. Um, And so uh, it's important that you're always telling yourself the right things, that you're good enough, that that you're capable, that you'll figure Mm -hmm. it out, that you're resourceful. Because all of these things become a self-fulfilling prophecy. Start reciting positive affirmations on a daily basis to transform that negative self-talk into positive talk. And you have to be able to catch yourself and hold yourself accountable. Like, I, I I am that for my family. The minute I catch anybody in my family, the missus, the boys, anything like that, saying anything that I interpret as negative self-speak to themselves, I challenge them. Uh-uh. What what and like I'll I'll have a conversation in which uh, Jimmy's heard me say before like and my family can attest to this that's like their biggest fear is that like they got to hear my mouth about something. <laughs> I think literally Geo was, was like man just punish me I don't wanna, <laughs> I don't, don't want to have done, to talk. I'm you know, done I'm done. No you know, this is a punishment. You gonna talk you gonna talk to me real quick. Yes but but I will entertain it. You know um I'm not good at something. Why would you say that? What makes you say that? How do you know? Have you tried? How much time have you put in in, uh, improving and perfecting, right? Like I'll go down that entire thought process and force you to give me an answer to it because I'm trying to bring to your attention that you can't come to that conclusion. If you haven't put in the effort, the time or anything in order to find out if you have any talent or skill in that area at all. So how can you automatically say that you're not good at something? I don't see it that way. I think, um, You know, since we're talking a little bit about basketball, like the way that I've always been wired is is, as I'm not bad at anything. I just haven't spent enough time mastering it. Mm -hmm. I haven't invested my time in mastering it as simple as that. Like the minute I flip the switch and decide I'm going to perfect that I'm going to get good at that. It's a foregone conclusion. I will get good at that. Just like Jordan. Jordan said, I've never lost a game. I just ran out of time. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> He's like, I just ran out of time. Right. So that's exactly how I'm, how I'm wired. And that's how I, our entrepreneurs should be wired when we're talking about that, posi- that positive self-talk. We We mentioned this before that there's already going to be negativity out there anyway. People that are trying to convince you to have the same skeptical, pessimistic view of mm-hmm. entrepreneurship and your goals in your life because somewhere along the line, they bought into that. And they're looking for validation that their decision to give up on their purpose was the right thing to do by robbing you of yours, right? People are, they look to, uh, you know, you've heard Misery Loves Company, but people look to um, communities, like communities, for validation of self. Mm -hmm. And if I find or create a community of people that have given up on their purpose and have succumbed to the idea that, you know, they're not good enough for whatever life has to offer then who that's validation and affirmation that I was okay. It was okay for me to give up on my purpose too. Um, and so that's another reason why we think it's so important to surround yourself with positive influences. Cause if you surround yourself with people like Jimmy, people like myself, people like the men that are in our, our alpha test, none of those individuals are going to allow you to, to uh, you know, pepper any of their conversations with that negative self talk mm-hmm. about like, we're going, we're just going to challenge you on it. Like hmm, what makes you say that? Let's have a conversation. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, it's it's just realizing that whatever, again, we're talking about a lack of, of self-confidence, whatever that feeling is that you have, that feeling generated for some thought. So it's just recognizing that, taking the time to, okay, what was that thought? Where did that thought come from? And to your point, it's not always going to be something that you think of. Maybe somebody intentionally or unintentionally planted a seed and you're repeating that, uh, that lack of confidence uh, that, um, that experience of a failure and, and that that place where they 've given up right and, and now you're you're feeding off of that, and that is what 's causing your self confidence so it 's all about just getting rid of that. I love the thing which you said about, you know, making sure that you're, you're repeating positive affirmations on a daily basis, because it's just so important to, to speak to yourself and to lift your own self up and to do your best to uh, to be that same type of person for others uh, when you get the opportunity. So eliminating uh, negative self-talk is very important. Uh, as we round out these five ways to boost your self-confidence and find entrepreneurial success, the last one is all about preparation, You know, we say preparation is key, but it really is. I've found that, you know, you gave that example earlier about meetings or, uh, in the past, if it was an interview or a presentation or something that we're getting ready to present, the more prepared you are, the more confidence you're going to have, um, I, I definitely do my best to, to try to coach, uh, Elena, uh, up kind of on that mental aspect. She is a type of person that just thinks way too much about everything. Uh, and she listens to the podcast. So she may, she may hear this at some point, but she knows it. Cause I tell her, um, we knew on the, on the vacation, one of the things that, uh, that we had to make sure was taken care of was that she had a final interview, uh, for this job that she had applied for. And You know, she was nervous. But in that process, we were joking with her. uh, Oh, man, we got like a whole week to prepare. You're going to have me and grandpa there like we're going to do mock (laughs) interviews and all this kind of stuff. Um, But, you know, just explaining to her, you know, you know, the steps I've broken it down to you. Uh, You know what you need to do to prepare. I'm not saying that it's going to take all of the nervousness away, but the more prepared you are going into a situation Then the more confidence you're going to have and the less self-doubt and self-confidence because you know all right there's really not going to be anything that i'm not prepared for or uh that's you know kind of come out of left field because i've thought to my best of my abilities i've thought about all of these different angles i've prepared myself for this situation you know, we talk about presenting. I, I had a presentation uh, a few weeks ago, and we had a group of people uh, in in a particular office that I wasn't prepared for. We had several other individuals that were remotely at home, uh, and there was just a lot of technical difficulties and um, logistics that we were trying to work out. And you know, I, I got compliments on how I handled that situation. Well, one is the confidence, but the confidence comes from. The hundreds of presentations and webinars and and conferences that we've done that when I'm in that moment, like I'm not I'm not phased by those things. Right. Because I've I've been through those situations before. I know how to handle myself in those situations. And also my main focus was the participants and the learners. So I'm not gonna be focused on myself and, and allowing this to, to kind of get me off of my game because I'm still focused on the experience that I'm trying to make sure I create for these par- these participants and these learners. But all of that has to do with preparation. Um, the more you're prepared, uh, again, that doesn't mean that everything is going to be easy, but it will be easier along the way. When you're prepared, you have the knowledge to back it up, your confidence is just gonna go through the roof uh, and, and You'll see that express in others, because of what they see in you as you're going through your processes, presenting, speaking, selling, uh, playing basketball, whatever it may be. You're prepared for that moment, and that shines through in those situations.
1: No, well said, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's funny, like you were talking about uh, Elena and just kind of her nervousness, and yeah, I can al- I can already imagine like y'all uh, hamming it up a little bit, and like I man, you got. I mean, you got the best of both worlds. You about to get dad, you about to get grandpa. Like <laughs> we know this. We're gonna prep you. You're gonna be prepared to a T. Um but I also now, appreciate you go ahead. I
0: wasn't none of that happened. Uh but she <laughs> and I told you this already. She did she did very well on the interview and she got the job. So we're very, yeah. very excited for her. Oh,
1: that's blessing yeah. awesome. But um what I was gonna say though is like um what I do appreciate you mentioning is that, you know, the preparation is not gonna take care of all the nerves. There is gonna be some nerves and uh, for me, you know, that's a good sign, because for me, it means that you're invested, you're invested in the outcome, you want to be successful. Um, mm-hmm. If you didn't care about it, you're not going to be nervous at all. But, so knowing that whenever I go into a situation, I, what I try to mentally tell myself is that and I know this may seem counterintuitive, but just follow me here. Like when it comes to nerves, the only nerves that I want to exist are the irrational ones, not the the rational ones. And what I mean by that is if there's rational nervousness. It probably means I failed to prepare because when I'm going through that checklist of, man, I'm nervous as hell, like why? And I I can rationalize it. Oh, you didn't put, spend any time on on your talking points. You didn't put any time into the deck. You didn't uh, you know, connect with different stakeholders so that you knew it, it confidently what you were speaking to. All of that is a recipe for disaster it means I did not prepare. It means that I'm not going to produce the best product possible. A rational nervous nervousness would be. Or why, why are you nervous? Uh, I don't, I just, I want to do a good job. All right. Well, did you prepare? Yeah. I did everything I was supposed to. I s- spoke to the people I did. I went over my presentation. I built the deck. Um, I've talked to the necessary stakeholders. I know my numbers. I know my figures. I know my fi- financials. Oh, okay. Well then, yeah, the only thing that's left is the irrational nerves. And that's, that's fine. Cause that means you care about this. Yes. Go get it. All right. So, uh, I think preparation is, is so critically important. Uh, uh we actually we started off the pod talking a little bit about the life events that have happened uh for myself. Uh and funny enough, after you know, obviously we made it public to friends, families, uh and, and others, uh that, you know, we had gotten engaged that I proposed to her, the question that I kept getting was, Man, were you nervous? Uh, and my answer to that every single time it was nah. Like first off, I knew what the answer was going to be. We've been building a life together for about five years, and um, she is she's a Leo in every sense of the word. So she's been very not subtle about her hints over the past year. Uh, so I already knew uh, what the answer was going to be. But um, I know for some folks, like when I was given uh, when I gave that answer, uh, a couple of folks asked me, "Well, I, I knew you knew what the answer was going to be. But were you nervous about how the proposal was going to play out?" Uh, because you went to another country and organizing all that and honestly it was the preparation Mm -hmm. that gave me confidence that it was going to be a memorable event a memorable night for her um you know uh worked with uh the resort and the concierge and you know we did a romantic dinner on the beach um you know you know multiple courses sunset you know spoke to them about you know favorite colors, uh, you know, flowers. Can we get flowers? Can we do this? Can we do this? This is when I'm planning that to pop the question. It'll be right before dessert, after um after our dinner course. Um this is how um this is how I envision it playing out. Uh, and you know, you writing in chocolate, you know, writing in chocolate on the plate, like will you marry me? Me going into my spiel, getting down on the knee, giving her the ring, I'm gonna hold on to the ring, like all of those intricate details, um and then double triple quadruple checking with different folks that were involved in that process from the concierge to the multiple waiters, uh, to, um, you know, a little inside joke, but, uh, our homeboy Carlton, a <laughs> whole boy Carlton, who was our, our personal, uh, waiter that, that evening. Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> very personal waiter. Yeah. Very personal waiter. Uh, <laughs> Carlton. Uh, but just, you know, quadruple checking with all these individuals after every interaction and making sure that people could, Outlined to me the vision that mm-hmm. I cast to them that just continued to boost my confidence. So I knew that the event was going to go off the way that I wanted it to go off and that it would be memorable and impactful for her. But I could only have that level of confidence because of the preparation. So again, preparation is just so critically important. Uh, and you definitely know uh, when it's absent, when it's missing and uh, you, you can feel it like that energy is just, it's, it's not a fun feeling at all we've, yeah but we've unfortunately all been in that moment one way one time or another where we didn't take advantage of the time to prepare and we find ourselves in a situation and it's like all right i can i can freestyle and work my way through this but it's not the best version of me it's not my best product and i don't even like how this feels like ugh. so just avoid mm-hmm. it all together spend the time invest in the preparation it'll pay dividends for you
0: so there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Five ways to boost your self-confidence. Get rid of the negative uh, things, people, places in your life. Change your body language. Don't accept failure. Uh, be uncompromising in the goals and the people that you're looking to serve and how you're going to do that. Eliminate uh, negative self-talk. And then last but not least, always be prepared. Uh, practice. practice. Practice helps a whole <laughs> lot. A lot. Yeah, um, so I mean, life is going to...
1: I was going to say, you do all five of those things, and you are guaranteed to be a one from day one. A <laughs> one from day one. Yes,
0: I mean because we you know there's just going to be there's going to be so many setbacks and challenges in life. Again, it's it's inevitable. Uh, but if you practice these things that we just broke down to, you will be a one from day one, and you will have the confidence that you need to succeed. Um, so to all of our uncompromising entrepreneurs out there, again, thank you for listening. Please show us some love. Go ahead and comment, like, and share this podcast episode. If you want to reach out to us, uh, you can do that a few ways. First, connect with us uh, within Facebook at the Uncompromising Entrepreneurs, plural, group. Uh, We mentioned that at the beginning of this episode as well. And then follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and, of course, on our YouTube channel at the Uncompromising Entrepreneur Podcast. Uh, You can even email us at info at uh, uncompromisingcoaches.com uh, if you'd like to um, to speak with us and maybe even set up some time to to get a consultation as well we are available for you for that. Uh, so we hope that you again enjoy these five ways to boost your self-confidence. Uh, be on the lookout our next episode episode 56 uh, this was episode 55 56 is right around the corner. We're going to be discussing four ways. That you as an entrepreneur can develop a growth mindset. Really start talking about what that means and give you four ways that you can develop that growth mindset. Uh, So hope you'll stay tuned for that. Uh, Again, for our loyal listeners and our new listeners, stick with us. Uh, We'll continue to drop these golden nuggets for you every day with a little edutainment that we bring to the table. A little education and entertainment uh, the way that we do. Devon and myself again the Uncompromising Entrepreneur Podcast Until next time y'all God bless and stay encouraged encouraged. You have just listened to the Uncompromising Entrepreneur Podcast Hosted by Jimmy Gonzalez and Devon Watts Thank you And we hope that you pursue your passion Create profits And build a legacy Until next time y'all